0: Hey there, everyone. Welcome to The League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. My name is Shanaz. I'm here with Brooksy in his humble abode. It's Grand Final week, and we are doing a Grand Final edition podcast of The League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. Brooksy's computer's gone crazy. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, Shanaz. So excited, and your computer's so excited. Yeah, the it's
1: computer just... just went off, yeah. I heard the words Grand Final and got excited. <laughs> I'm surprised your computer didn't do that, Shanaz, <laughs> under the circumstances.
0: Uh, what's been going on?
1: Mate, not too much. Been uh, Obviously, with the league uh, coming down to the last game this week, um, there's been attention in other areas as well because that time's been... I've, I've had time to, to watch other things other than rugby league. But something that caught my eye, is in another sport, another code, another hemisphere, your Minnesota Vikings are off to a 3-0 start in the NFL. Vikings, eh? Led by Sam Bradford. Good-looking guy. <laughs> Depends. Depends what your type is, really. Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. Very crazy eyes.
0: Yeah, uh, they're three and zero, and quite surprisingly, because for those who don't know, they've had a plethora of injuries in really key positions. But their number one strength is their defense, and uh, they're going to win a lot of games using that. So, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah. you've caught most of the games so far. Oh, I watch them all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Live, you get up. I do. Get up early. I do. What What do you think of the new stadium? Oh, it looks incredible! I can't wait to get over there and check it out. It's um, from all reports, it's going really well, and it's just uh, I think state of the art, one of the best in the world right now. Super Bowl's coming, um, so yeah, it's it looks really good. Looks like it's going well. Yeah, did you catch my uh, Seahawks thrash the
1: Niners? The rivalry—it's not much of a rivalry anymore. I unfortunately. saw. I saw the highlights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it played out similar to the. Uh, a game we'll talk about a bit later the Sharky's Cowboys game where they got off to a good start and then let them have a few late touchdowns at the end
0: But, yeah it was good how's your QB looking
1: yeah he's uh, got a few injuries okay must admit knee and ankle cool. so he's uh but he's he's he he's a little trooper Russell Wilson yeah, so he's good. been out there but um playing in those in- with those injuries so yeah we'll see what happens um, something else that caught my ash TV show. Mm. Just noticed it last week on Netflix, on the Netflix. Kiefer Sutherland. Ooh. I know we're a bit impartial to the old Keith Oh, yeah. Back from the 24 days, but he's in a new show and it's called Designated Survivor. Okay. So, have you seen any of it yet? I'm yet to see it, no. Okay, so the gist of the story is there's this, what um, person in, um, Parliament in office over in the States called the designated survivor. So when all the um, the House meets at the Capitol, there has to be one of the, um, what do you call them, like delegates? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, in, in case of an emergency, uh, are separate from the other
0: group. He loves an emergency, Kiefer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and without giving it away, There's an stuff emergency. goes down <laughs> and Kiefer his situation changes dramatically. So, so it's brand, a brand new show? It's a brand spanker. So How many episodes so far? Two. Okay. The second episode was released last night. Me and my girlfriend Mel watched it. It was amazing. Um, yeah, it's... it's.
0: I'm going to check it out maybe It's tonight. a good
1: one, yeah, yeah. So they release it each week and it's available for streaming on a Thursday but yeah. um, after it's been aired in the States. So, okay. mate put it on the radar, put it in your list.
0: It's awesome. The list is getting longer every week, but that's good. That's good. How was your week, Schnaz? What did, what did you get up to? It's been pretty hectic. Uh, yeah. Not too often your team's in the grand final <laughs> unless you support like a decent, yeah. successful team unlike mine. Um, a lot of SharkCast TV and a radio obligations, which I'm very yeah. happy to be doing. Got to interview some of the uh, the players, which has been really cool. They look pretty primed got to speak to your former flame Matty Pryor really lovely <laughs> dude mean,
1: flames the cheerleaders i think yeah. but i uh, no, it's all guy. good yeah,
0: yeah yeah lovely guy he <laughs> dabbled <laughs> really kind of humble yeah. and almost shy but not enough to not be like he can talk pretty well and yeah he's very happy where he is and um it was really cool cuz at the moment he's one of our best most consistent players so sit down and talk with him is really a really great pleasure and um, yeah, the the club is buzzing, and the Leeds club is buzzing, and there's going to be a heck of a party either way, no matter what happens on Sunday night. So yeah. if you if you're a fan, you need to um, be a Leeds club member. You need to check out all the stipulations because there are a few, but they are going to open up Shark Park to the public exactly. after the game. So that's awesome. Yeah, at the moment they're not allowed to show the game on the field. I think it's an NRL sort of issue, but they're trying to work that out. But that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like,
1: seriously, I think there was a similar thing happening in the States with the hockey. I remember one of the guys I met over in the States when I went over in May was saying that they couldn't have live sites in the cities in which the um, the teams that were contesting the Stanley Cup, because it would take away from the ratings, Yeah, because that's predominantly where the fans are like that but this is the thing schnaz in australia there's only a couple handful of cities like these guys these people can't fit into an eighty thousand seat stadium
0: so it's a sellout the Leeds club is going to be chock full from you know midday so that you won't be able to get in there and you know families with kids who can't afford like the grand final tickets are ridiculously priced yeah. Like the cheapest ones at the moment are like behind the post for two hundred bucks or something. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I paid like three hundred for mine on the sideline. Yeah. Um and the fact that it's sold out as well. It's yeah. like
1: these people can't go to the well, game. Well they might they might
0: change their mind now it's sold out. But yeah. the last I heard and there's also a few policing kind of issues, but they have been allowed to open the ground after the game. So I don't really see what the problem is during the game. So we'll see what happens there. But it's um it's a great time to be a shark, I can tell you. It's you've got former greats like uh Dean Treester flying yeah. across the world to come home and he's emotional and yeah. Matty Rogers is coming down from Queensland and there's gonna be a real a really uh big old boys brigade there. So there's even a mad Monday old boys planned should the oh uh, really will happen, yeah. So oh, that's awesome. And I try and wrangle my way into that somehow. <laughs> Did
1: you see? Um, there was a there was a funny shot from Geelong's. Uh, I think I like, don't quote me on this. They do a Wednesday one. I think it's like Wacky Wednesday or something. And I know you would appreciate this because you've got a nice flowing beard. But Jimmy Bartell... One of the midfielders for uh, Geelong, who's who's had this huge beard the whole season, went as the caddy from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> it was amazing. He <laughs> had like the bag and the and the beard dispensing helmet. Oh, it was so good. I can't wait to see some of the old Sharkies dress up. Yeah, <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. It should be good. It should be good. But um, Shnaz, I got a little uh present for you. Okay, it's from Mel and myself. Okay, either way, you're gonna need them. It's a six-pack of uh, tissues, <laughs> the sharkies,
0: The Shark's tissues. I've been trying to avoid those all year, but thank you very much. Because I I'll know good the
1: tears will be coming either way, mate. Well, I know they they from...
0: came during the uh, Runaway James Maloney try. I had a bit of a moment, which I've talked about on the other podcast, but um, when Maloney scored that second try, I had a feeling I've never felt before, and uh, <laughs> I was a bit embarrassed because I was around all my mates yeah. and um, and mates who I don't really see very often, and... And like everyone was really happy and emotional, but I I had I I just sort of knew they were go in the grand final, right? Yeah. And the way he caught the intercept and etc. And I, I just I had to like I had to gather myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got no idea what Sunday's going to be like, but I'm going to take that six pack yeah. of crown Sharks tissue, So thank you to you, Mel. Th- just take one of them, maybe. It's I like might able bought the one.
1: <laughs>
2: You listen to me. You listen to me. Listen to me. You listen to me closer than you've ever listened to me before. Listen to yourself. You got heart, charisma, and a lot of skill. You should feel real proud. I believe you can do anything you put your mind to. You can't beat yourself up because you're taking chances on things. Every man at some point in his life is going to lose a battle. You're dealing with it. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You're being a man about it. This is all yours to take. It depends on how much you want it. You've earned this. The right to win. You put that in your head. It's time for you to give the best you got. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you something. There's a joy to this game, is there not? Yes, sir. This is a game we are going to win. This is the game that people are going to talk about for
1: years to come. All right, Shnaz, before we get into the grand final and talk about what's ahead of us on Sunday, I thought I might talk about another grand final that happened last week. And it was the Illawarra Cutters. Getting up in the Intrust Super Premiership, twenty-one twenty over the Mounties, which is basically the camp Raiders feeder club. Schnaz, I might need some of those tissues talking about this because it was basically the Illawarra's first title. We did win the 1992 to his challenge, the Steelers, but for Illawarra fans, and I know there's a couple of people that listen to the podcast that are old Steelers fans, it was such a good feeling to watch. I didn't actually get out there, um, but yeah, it it was good to see the scarlet and whites holding up a trophy, celebrating in September. Do they wear the old jersey? Yeah, it, it, the two the white stripes were generally like higher up the armband on the old Elora Steelers jersey, but it's pretty much right on the... Because, you know, the jerseys are quite tight now. Yeah. So the bands are pretty much at the end of the sleeve. So there's not much difference. They've got the red scarlet socks with the two white stripes, the okay. white shorts. It was great to see. Um, Parramatta Stadium, last game there. And it's yeah. been a place where dra- Steelers... <laughs> I said Dragons. See, I'm I'm pretty much changed. It's unfortunate. Sad. But um, we've had two bad... Losses at Parramatta Stadium, 1989 Panasonic Cup against the Broncos. Gene Miles' forward pass gave him the victory, and 1997 against the Gold Coast Chargers, Oof. where we lost. A- the, I Finals. think it was six v seven, and we were looking good. we were looking good. This was, this could have been. You know, there was talk of the merger. There was talk of things happening in Illawarra, not good things. This could have been it. But we lost to the Chargers, who pretty much folded shortly after in a semi-final. So it was third time lucky for the Illawarra fan base. Were, were there many fans
0: out there? Did you see, the There was culture? a few.
1: I think they got like 4,000 out there. Oh, cool. Um, but there was a few people. There was a few Steelers jerseys, a lot of Cutters jerseys as well, which is good. Okay. And it's great. You know, they they've kept this... The, the idea of the Illawarra, you know, with the Cutter, the Coal.
0: Illawarra Coal sponsors the team, hence why they call the team the Cutters. Um, I, I don't think that it would be an impossible, f- you know, project to get them back in some way at some point in the future. I, I, it's I a like, big region.
1: Yeah, I know. And that, at the moment, I think it's good how it is. Like it... I don't think we could sustain, like, a, a franchise as such. I think, you know, there's other areas that need teams before the, the yeah. Illawarra get their own again. Sure. But, um, mate, it was just good to see. And I think, that's, I think that's a good thing about it, and that's what Illawarra Steelers fans can resonate with. Like, they were never really a big club. It's good to see them do, like, well, it is the Dragons, obviously, but yep. it's good to see an Illawarra club in reserve grade where they probably should be in terms of the growth of the game and winning. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It was amazing to see. But there was this one guy, and he played the whole season in um, Intra Super Cup uh, Premiership for the Cutters. Shannon Wakeman, he's a prop, yeah. big unit, yeah, I beard. Don't, I don't he man. had an awesome game, Shannon. He, he, I think he really pushed himself and showed Mary was there. A few of the Dragons guys were there and showed that he could potentially be a first grader in the future. But, yeah, they're going to be playing before your guys. I suggest, if you can... Super Bowl. I'll give you a Steelers jersey to wear underneath your Cronulla jersey. You can just whack that on from 3.30 to (laughs)
0: 5.30. Brooksy, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, so we've got to... I don't know, do we talk about this now or later? Maybe we'll talk about it in the grand final preview. But my day is not planned yet. Oh, really? It's got to be very sensibly thought out for me to stay upright for the entire no, let's, entire money to stay upright. Let's talk about it now. So, okay. Well, yeah. you know me, I like to have a good time yeah. and I can hold my own having a good time. But I... Unless James Maloney gets a intercept <laughs> try and you lose the plot by the sounds right. of it. Um, I don't want to peak too early for starters. Yeah. So, say the unthinkable happens which is now a 50-50 chance. Um, I want to be able to go all night yeah know? and by that i don't mean like get horribly drunk or anything else i mean savor it up have a good time enjoy yeah. my time with my brothers and sisters yeah so should that happen <laughs> we're talking like you know through the night sunrise and more yeah so do i want to be in a stadium at three o'clock watching other yeah. football or do yes. i want to ti- <laughs> <I> do <laughs> or do i want to time it a bit later yeah and get there maybe it Five thirty ish, six. Yeah. Still soak it up. Mm. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't confirmed anything. But you know what? I'll be cheering for your boys if, um, if I go. You ahead. know
1: what? I'm, I saw this yesterday. Amazing thing that the storm are doing. Boo storms. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no. Good on them for being there. But nah, boo. <laughs> but um, they're hiring. Uh, it's like a um, a ferry. Like uh, not really a ferry, but it's up the like Parramatta a River. Or? Yeah, yeah. So the, it's like a two, one of those two. You might you might have seen it in Darling Harbour before. It's like a two tiered function yeah. ferry thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're taking it up the Parramatta River and dropping fans at the state, like at the as a wharf near the stadium. No, no. It's like a one off, oh, okay. like tour. So you pay like let's say four hundred dollars. Robbie, get, Robbie Kearns is doing a tour. Yeah, or... there's all old boys from the Storm on there. And they have, like, a presentation and they talk. Like, it's just like a pre-match function sort of thing on the Paramount River. It was a great idea, I thought.
0: It is a good idea. Robbie Kearns, he can't lose. Yeah. Sharks junior. I know. Yeah, Played the majority of his career at Cronulla. To where a True. Another one? Noddy. Yeah. But Robbie, Ooh. Robbie, he works for the Storm. And yeah. He's, he's like the spokesman or whatever. Yeah. And he's doing interviews all week. Go to the Storm. I'm just looking at you going, you jerk. Yeah. You're a local junior. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell me. A little bit of you yes, wants it. us to win. Maybe
1: that's, maybe that's what he's doing. Like, he's all strong storm.
0: Like, he's a one-way
1: storm. But, you know, they're deep down inside, there's something going...
0: I have it on good authority. Paul Green is supporting the Sharks openly. <laughs> oh, of course he would. After being eliminated last week by yeah, them. So, that's a kind of... You said he was a good guy last week. He's a great, guy. great yeah. guy. You know, he's got his uh, pilot's license. Oh, wow. Mm, smart guy.
1: Captain Green. Captain Green. Yeah, well... I, from my perspective from 2010, um, I went to the game, um, got there relatively late, saw Holden Carp, which I think was before um, the grand final then, and it was wa- the Warriors, one of the Warriors, good sides from from the early 2010s, <laughs> the 10s, but um, yeah, like I, afterwards I went into, because I was living on the Northern Beaches at the time, into Manly. Everyone was like looking at me sideways. I regretted not going to the league's club. What do you mean they were looking at you sideways? Well, they were just like, "What are you doing here?" Like, you know, oh. everyone was like, because I met up with one of my other friends that's a Dragons fan, and we oh, came back gotcha. to the Northern Beaches. Gotcha. And we went to Man- we went to the Manly Wharf Bar, and uh, everyone was just like, "What are you doing here?" Like, and you survived. You yeah, I survived. I had the Dragons
0: twenty ten premier you, shirt on. I know you did. I was just y-
1: y- you hooing and stuff.
0: I'm pretty hopeful of getting a sharks premiers t shirt either way because they would they'll be making them to a degree. Yeah, um, they were at the stadium if if that is option. Yeah, so I think either way I'm going to end up with uh, a premiers t shirt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it should be good. It should be like let's go let's go into it now, Schnoz. If you want, it was a good. They both both teams played really well last week. I thought being at the game with you on Friday. It
0: was... Uh, well, let's let's start with it that. It was interesting. So you barreled yeah. me up about 10 minutes for the game in the aisle. Did yeah. you notice the guy in the aisle was getting the, the irrits with me? Yeah, the the guy. <laughs> yeah. I, so I could we let this, him go. I let him we were, have his... Uh... <laughs> you did. We were having this <laughs> animated conversation. Mm. And uh, we weren't blocking anyone, but we no. were sort of standing in front of him and his lady friend. And a couple of times he had me old tap. I was like, yeah, buddy, won't be long, won't be long. Yeah. And then... By the end, he just wanted to kill me. I was like, yeah. I was very apologetic. Yeah, We're not wide humans. Like, Not really. We,
1: you can get around us. Like, We're in the aisle. Quite well. We Let's... weren't
0: standing in, in their area of seats. We are in the aisle. No, yeah. But okay. uh, that was my lasting impression before kickoff. Oh, that guy really doesn't like me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what was funny was you barreled me up and you were jabbering away like you usually do. <laughs> and then you were talking about how you were so happy that you had... You, well, you picked the winger for Cronulla. Yeah. Who was, you thought was on Valentine's, you thought it was Valentine Holmes' side, right?
1: Yeah, I thought, I wanted, wanted the winger on the right side of the Sharkies because I thought, yes. you know, that's where they're going to go down Melbourne's left. And I picked Fecky, who was yes. your left winger. Yes. And then when I saw, like, I obviously, mean, I had a few beers before kickoff, yeah. and obviously that's why I had the confidence to come up to speak to the, uh, host of the shark cast pod <laughs> um, pregame. You weren't but, alone. But yeah. But um but yeah, I once once they lined up for kickoff I was like, <laughs> Oh god, <laughs> what have I done? And then the, great it was like man, a, the
0: great man not only scores, but what about the way he scores? Yeah. With he authority. He was like If you watch the replay, which they show, you know, you'll see it a bunch of times leading in the grand final. He's got a little smile on his face when he sees the open line. And he's sort of like, he's saying, come on, come get me. Yeah. And and he's not the fastest man in the world. Yeah. But that was a great opening try. And um, And there
1: was a few disallowed tries as well that kept me on my toes. And they were fairly disallowed too. Yeah. No, but 32 to 20 schnaz. What a a game. And I think we've probably both got the same man of the match as what Channel 9 of Fox Sports Easily. had Easily. he was a, James Maloney he was amazing
0: yeah um, certainly his best game for us I, I think one of the best uh, like Sharks performances I can think of at the right time of the year you know there wasn't really a bad player out there for them guys like Valentine yeah. Holmes made a few crucial errors but then just made up for it straight yeah. away yeah. with yeah. some great play um, but Gallon Fafita Pryor were amazing yeah um, they played like a real team Chad Townsend I was so happy for yeah. him. Everyone was freaking out. Um, a lot of my sharks mates were at the cricketer's arms having some beers, and everyone was saying, you know, when's chatting at the hook this week? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. he's a quality player. He's going to be up for it, a local junior. And, I, and yeah, my words as cliche as they are, he waited his whole life for this game. Yeah, and you know, he played out of his skin. The urgency that he played with. Yeah, and the accuracy, these yeah. kicks. Yeah.
1: Well, how's this stat, Now It's like, you guys had 57% possession, and that that really was a factor in that first half, and obviously leading in, in the early stages of the second half. But you look at the kicking game, and obviously Maloney and, and, and your boy Chad Townsend, they forced six dropouts. You know, and that allowed the Sharkies to apply pressure. That kicking game is so important, and particularly now with that. Obviously, in the last few years, that you get the seven tackle set if it goes dead, but to force those dropouts against a team like the Cowboys and really put them on the back foot for a good air, a good first hour of that game yeah. really cemented that win. And it, it was great to see him bounce back. And that there's this side of me that when you look back on 2016, you look at that moment. In Canberra, yeah, and you look at him move on, and that could be a massive factor in why the Sharkies win, yeah, on Sunday. You know, he didn't, he didn't go into his shell. No. He's, he seems. Well, I think for such a young player, and and I was listening to our old podcast like during the week on the Sharkies and the Storm, and obviously last week with the Raiders and Cowboys as well. We talked about Chad and his second. Coming at the Sharky, so I'm guessing he didn't really want to leave in the first place. He loves the area he understood that, yeah, he probably won't get a game here at the Sharks, but yep. you know the warriors want me he's He's not that you know player that hasn't hasn't really seen the world or haven't hasn't really yeah. suffered any career setbacks he's really now in a position where he's like okay this has all happened to me I'm going to just go out there and do my thing and have confidence in what I do and their kicking game was amazing Schnaz. Yeah, and that was something that he did sort of struggle with against Canberra
0: yeah and he put down a few balls and it was yeah. just he was the one that was sort of glaringly out of form in that game but there were lots of different reasons why he got hooked it wasn't just mm. because he was playing bad it was to do with yeah. the bench and that kind of thing mm. um, but you know, you saw what it meant for him at the end of the game. They, they captured him, you know, in tears on the ground. Yep. Much yeah, Much like myself. Yeah, that was great. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I've been watching, obviously just watching everything I can about this week, and um, I saw a great couple of interviews with Matt Rogers and yep. Dean Treister this morning. Yeah. And they were talking about how in 1997, the Super League Grand Final, they had the weight of the shire on their shoulders. Mm. Um, but then they talked about this team, and the only one with that real kind of not so much pressure, but that kind of feeling is Chad Townsend. Yeah, not that it's going to affect him, but basically, Ben Par- Ben Barber doesn't give a rat's that the Sharks haven't won a comp. He wants to be the guy that brings the title home. Yeah, but he's got nothing to do with the fact that they haven't won one, and it's the same with you know, 16 or 17 guys. Yeah. And I mean, Chad just grew up in the era. Chad's not responsible either, but he's the only one with that kind of... He understands. ...history, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He understands. Yeah. Which is a positive. He can turn that into a positive. Yeah. But that whole like, you know, they've never won 150. It's like, it's not relatable in this instance. It's like, Mm. they're either going to win or lose and that's going to be that. Yeah. And if they lose, then, you know, the jokes keep continuing. If they win, they stop, whatever. But, you know... They are the most experienced team to play in a grand final. Yeah. As we discussed before. Mm. Um guys like Hylington have, have won titles, yeah. Maloney. Yeah. Um
1: Luke Lewis, Matt Pryor, who you mentioned Matt before, Pryor. he was on the bench for yeah.
0: us in twenty ten. So they they don't have that expectation. They have yeah. the um the feeling they want to bring it home. Like yeah. I heard McKenna say that, you know, why are they gonna win? And he said we we're gonna win because we want to bring the title home. Yeah. And they worked really hard for it. It's gonna be it's not gonna be easy, man. Melbourne are yeah. At all the teams, it's like, oh, Melbourne. Is, it's
1: a good, it's a really good test. But yeah, back to last week, Shinas, and this was this was huge as well. Like the missed tackles, like Cronulla only missed twelve tackles, and it was a funny thing looking at the looking at the box score of the t- guys that missed the tackles. It was twelve different guys missing one tackle each, and that mm. just shows you how how good they were across the field last week. And twelve point win. That's very flattering for the Cowboys, in my opinion. It was the most, I believe, the most dominant performance of the final so far. Yeah. Even um, though it was only 12 points. A
0: few people around me were a bit upset that we were letting in tries. But as soon as Maloney scored that try, I had my moment. Everyone knew we were going to the grand final. There was no miracle comeback. Yeah, Yeah, they scored three tries. Mm. But do you really think that our players want to put their body on their line, injury-wise or suspension-wise? Yeah. That, the call would have gone out. Yeah, foot off. Yeah, Gall came off the yeah. last fifteen, didn't he? Yeah, Wade came off. Like the the coach isn't. The coach is a pretty smart guy, and he would have said, "Look, you know, don't don't give up, but this is done. Finals done
1: aren't deal. about margins, in my opinion. Like, yeah, people, it's about results. But unless you're betting thirteen plus on that game, you would have been shattered. But you've got to just get through to the next stage. You've got to get through." Unscathed as much as possible. Obviously, it's going to take a lot out of you. And that was evident with the Cowboys. Like they had to play against the Storm in a, in a, in a, what now was a must win match. It would have been great for them to be, the shoe to be on the other foot for the Cowboys playing at home against the Raiders. But instead, they had to get the Broncos at home in an extra, in an extra time match and then come down and play the Sharks. They've played three brutal teams and you could tell it was just too much for them to try and go back to bad. Well,
0: I was pointing out to some of my friends that the win for the Sharks in Canberra was so monumental because yeah. if they don't win, we're yeah. playing a prelim interstate. Yeah, That's Melbourne, another yep. story. That's not 36,000 people going nuts for you. That's mm. the opposite. Yeah, And that's a huge result. Yeah, um, And it's things like that that give me a bit of hope for Sunday. so
1: yeah yeah and and look going going to the storm match against the raiders 14 12 like that was that was a battle and that's i even though they came up against 12 guys for 10 minutes when wyden got sinbin Mm -hmm. And they did have a lot of ball. It was still a bit. It was a. It was a battle, and I think that's the Sharkies probably watched that game and were like, "Oh, this is this is good. This yeah. is good that the Storm of all the Raiders are getting put through yeah. these." Yeah, it was tough because yeah, it was a tough game. A lot of penalties. Yeah, it was a lot like a, I think Canberra conceded eleven penalties. Like a lot of that was slowing the play down, and and trying to, to get back into the match.
0: Did you notice <laughs> in the Friday game, Cowboys Sharks, that the referee pretty much had his whistle in his pocket? I thought it was great. It was great, but it was noticeable that it was a bit of a free for all, which yeah. worries me going into the grand final against Melbourne. What you think that they might just, just we'll Melbourne put Melbourne away for, it that. for that? Yeah. So yeah, I just hope it's fairly refereed. Like if if he needs to blow one, blow one. Yeah,
1: I think I know. Like what I noticed with the storm, like not trying to be critical with them at all because they, I I feel they, they did enough to win the match. Um, but just their second and third efforts in tackles, I think that's something that the Sharkies are going to have to try and, I guess, respectfully bring to the attention of the referees. And I know it has been brought to the attention of the referees over the past, however long, but I think this is where you will be seeing Gallen and Smith, who will pretty much be running the show out there on Sunday, um, trying to not necessarily get penalties now, but later, like really setting the platform for um, infringements later on in the game. And I noticed, like, I, I think the Storm still had seven penalties in that game. So there was a bit of stopping and starting in the match, but they're aware to it. And it's just a matter of you know Gal and Ennis in particular going up and and making them aware, and that that's the thing that I think I'm scared of of the grand final not being a very vibrant one, that it could be one of these low scoring, slow grand finals. You know the Storm have played now their two finals matches, 26 points in each, and and I went to
0: well they are the best defensive team.
1: I went to the went to the Cowboys win. And and that was that was alright for what the match was. Like it was a low scoring game. It was a very defensive minded match. Um but yeah, this I I think if the Sharkies can start well, like they did against the Cowboys and get that ascendancy, then yeah, they've they've got a very good chance of winning this game. But yeah, the the storm really locked locked down the Raiders. Um I I thought Jesse Bromich was amazing. He is amazing. He's he's and It was funny. We were talking about him in the in the preseason, and I I can't believe he's easily the best prop in the
0: NRL. There's no doubt about it. He's we a, we would have pretty predicted that, right?
1: We said that there was a lot of um, there was a lot of people that thought he was, and a lot of people that didn't think he yeah. was. And I think now it's it's clear. Like yeah. I think Aaron Woods might be up there, but. He Jesse Bromwich is such a leader. He was he was awesome. But yeah, it was what what do you think of this at the end of the game, Schnaz, with Jack Whiten? You know he did get sin binned and I know he was probably trying to make up and try and be everywhere. But there was two plays in which the storm rolled in grubbers into the uh, in goals, and Whiten grounded them like. Wouldn't you think at the back end of the game when you're down with only a couple of minutes to go that you would risk it? Like we we're talking yeah. about margins and whatnot, it doesn't really matter whether you lose by two or lose by eight. Like that you, was an opportunity to, least, to get a
0: seven tackle set twice. You've got to at least make a play for the ball in that situation. And if you can't get out, or you try your best, or maybe a crazy pass, which I know that the coach tells you not to do, but it's yeah. like do or die. His season's um, on the line and he, I was, tell you, and he a, was grounding the ball. And I, I was like, this isn't the right
1: play whether whether it does stay in the in goals or not because you're not going to have enough time. If you let the, He grounded the ball right twice. The yeah. Canberra had no time to get up the other end after
0: yeah. that. I'm not a huge fan of Jackie. So, I, like, he's solid and he's – I'm not saying he's not without talent, but I don't really see what some people see in him. Yeah. Very inconsistent. Um.
1: Like, people were banging on about Edric Lee, about yeah. how he dropped the ball, and and rightfully so. Like, he did have a yeah. few errors. But when it mattered at the most, like, this decision-making and previous decision-making that he has made has cost them matches. Not saying that it's costed
0: it here. No. But it never gave them the opportunity to get a seven-tackle set. I had people saying to me, like, oh, what about Edric Lee costing them the game? And it's like... Oh, no, that's not how I think about yeah. rugby league. Like, it's mm. it's an 80-minute game, and yeah. and yeah, he could have won the game, but he didn't necessarily lose it for them. Yeah. I mean, he should have caught the ball. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. But it's it's too harsh a world we're living in where that's – that he's the reason they're not going through. That's rubbish. Yeah. Absolute
1: rubbish. No, the, the Storm, I thought, played – played positionally very well yeah, and that's something that the, the Sharkies have got to be in check with and it, it's been great you know with the lead up and everyone concentrating on one game like being able to see everyone's takes on, on the match and, and leading in and you know we've discussed it with Matt Elliott's video that he does for NRL.com another great video I suggest you go out and, and look for it I think it's called The Lowdown um, and it's on, on the NRL.com website and he talks about where the game can be won or lost, or how teams get the attack, how where teams should attack, and Schnaz, some of the numbers. And this is a, this is one for the Sharkies. He was talking about attacking the left side of the storm, attacking Green, Blair, and Corbetti, or that that sort of edge. And I had a look at the missed tackles from last week. How's this? So Green, Blair, and Corbetti missed ten tackles between them. The other side, Kronk, Chambers and Vunivalu, zero. And I know the Raiders have that right side of of uh, Rapana and Leilua and, and and Junior Paulo was running at green as well. But that that stands out for me as being an area in which the Sharky should really go down and try and get points through there or get field position through there.
0: Yeah, a guy like Chase Blair improved immensely and... Yeah, that's what happens. You go to Melbourne, you become a player, but yeah. he would still have weaknesses in his game. Yeah, um, and I, and and same with Green. Like Green's, for a little guy, is pretty tough. Yeah, but I would definitely be targeting those too. Yeah, and then you, know, you get Betty coming in as well. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what. I think Melbourne are going to use their kicking game and yeah. target Sasia Afeky. He's yep, not I, fantastic under the high ball. You saw that late in the second half. He's not the tallest man either. Yeah, and you got old Vunivalu coming through. So yep. yeah, that match up is key,
1: I think, mm. in, in terms of you know Kronk, your boy Kronk. Yeah, this is this is going to be a tough one for you, isn't it, Schnaz? Oh, you,
0: every so every second of the day, someone's talking about the Sharks, which I love. So yep. keep talking about it. Yeah, but every second second of the day, it's like. <laughs> What about your boy, Cooper? Well, he's not my boy this week. Yeah. I hope he has a really bad game. So, and that's all I hope. I don't hope for anything worse. (laughs) But um, he's a champion. He played his 300th game last week. Played really well. Scored a try. Um, You know, if they're going to win, it's going to be through him and Cameron Smith. Yeah. They are champions of the game. Whether you like him, dislike him, whatever. Um, they're going to go down as one of the some of the all-time greats. Yeah. Um, and they've got a pretty good team. Like, their forward pack's pretty big.
1: Do you want me to run through the team, Schnurz? You can do what you want, Brooksy. Yeah. This is half your podcast. I know. So the teams are out. Munster. So not, I don't think there's really any changes from last week other than an inclusion for you guys. But Munster... Uh, like, Melbourne have named everyone living in Melbourne, haven't Yeah, they? pretty much. Yeah, Anyone that's played rugby league in the state of Victoria <laughs> over the past season. Uh, Munster, Vunivalu, Chambers, Chase Blair, Corabetti, Blake Green, Cooper Cronk, the Ford pack, Jesse Bromwich, Cameron Smith, and captain, Jordan McLean, Kevin Proctor, Tohu Harris, Dale Finucane, and the bench... Well, they've named seven on the bench, but it'll probably be Kenny Bromwich, Tim Glasby, Christian Welsh, and Ben Hampton. Who didn't play last week, so they only only ran with 16 against the Raiders. Like, Bellamy.
0: like. I mean, to be fair, the Sharks had Beal and Capewell come on late and, you know, played 10 minutes each. But yeah. um, I think they just got to run for the sake of it. But mm. uh, yeah, interestingly, they only used three men last week, Melbourne.
1: Yeah, and then they've got three more extended on the bench. Young Tonum Slade Griffin and Matthew White, Matthew White spotting, and then the <laughs> Sharkies, Barber. Fe- you could probably name them.
0: Just yeah. uh, <laughs> Barber, Bird, Littelli, yeah. Valentine, Maloney, Chad. Are we're going from lock or prop. We going from prop. Go uh, numerical. We got Fafita, yeah. Anna's yeah. Pryor, uh, <laughs> Luke Lewis. <laughs> Like Graham, Captain Gallen, yeah, and give us the bench. What's the
1: bench? Beale, Heintgen, Tagatiasi, and Bakuya, and Capewell in Jersey 18,
0: and Joseph Paulo in Jersey 21. Yeah, my mail is that that's how they're going to run out one to 17. That yeah. Capewell and Paulo will miss out. I feel desperately sorry for Capewell. He's been outstanding in the four games he's played. Yeah, he really brings a lot from the bench, and for me personally, brings more than Gerard Beal, but. You know, the coach is the coach and he's got us to the grand final and that's fine with me.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting too because if um,
0: you pick Beal over Capewell, I think you've got different
1: areas covered in terms of that utility position. I think Cape Well's
0: more of your, what, he's more of a hookery sort of five-eighth. No, no, no. Like, eighth, no, no, no what is he? What is he? You're <laughs> thinking of the wrong guy. He's a centre, second row. Oh, yeah. Good looking yeah, young
1: man. I, you, I know who you mean. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? Sorry, I was just Isaac the Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know what I was saying. But um yeah, I and you got Beal like out, he's more of the, a back, all right? So I guess maybe he's maybe he's on the bench uh just in case the whole fecky uh bomb but no, way. I'm just joking. I'm no, like, honestly well, I'm just be, joking. it could be like, in there because like, yeah. fecky
0: has been taken off for injury before. Yeah. But as a, as a coach you can't play that way. Either you play your guys or you don't. Like
1: You want yeah, Beals Beal's played some big games. He's an experienced player. Yeah. Um Kurt's filled in admirably. We signed a new contract as well. Yeah, there so you they're go, they're person. obviously fans of him. He's the
0: future. He's, He's a future a, yeah. Sharky, yeah.
1: like consistent sharky.
0: He's a big fisherman. Well oh, there you go. The last great fisherman we had playing the centers.
1: I went all right. True story. Escape with E T. Yeah. Yeah. Escape with Cape Well. <laughs> But yeah, what well, had Schnaz, who's your. Who do you think? Jay's You think he'll be. He's the key, even yeah. though he's got a wedding the night before?
0: Yeah, you know, I don't <laughs> think that's happening. <laughs>
1: it's, it's been. Oh, Schnaz. I don't I've, think it's happening.
0: It's. What? I think the wedding's changed. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I haven't heard. I've been holding this in the whole season. I, I know. It came you have. out last week. And. I
0: can't believe the wedding's changed.
1: I'll have to check with my sources.
0: We're not talking about James Maloney getting married. We're talking about a family member of his. And uh, we were told that he was getting married the night before the grand final. You know what? If he still is, I'm going to back him in. I've heard some great stories about Jimmy this week. Yeah. Um, Where did I hear these? I can't remember. Maybe the grand final lunch I went to yesterday, courtesy of Fox Sports. Oh, Um, cha-ching. He's... uh, James can play under all sorts of conditions, so... Yeah, I'm going to back him. Uh, I think Fafita needs to have a really big game. He was great last week. I, basically, if they play like last week, mm. they're, they're going to win the game. So um, they have to play like a
1: team. I, my betting options are unders. I, I think it's going to be a low, very low-scoring grand final. And I want first-try scorer, the left-winger, Sasai Fecki. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm rolling it in, baby. <laughs> Uh yeah. I, I, well, who's your Clive Churchill? My Clive Churchill? I, look, Schnaz, I've seen heart, you on Twitter, don't worry. I've seen what says, you're writing on Twitter. The heart says, Sharkies. But I honestly think the Storm will win. Like, you're not fun, are you? I'm going for the Sharkies, seriously, but I think there's something about Melbourne and particular Cameron Monster at the moment. I, I think he's I think he's up for it from watching well, him the last two weeks. And, I, you know, we talked about how I wanted to see um, the Cowboys sort of kick kick chase on Munster. But I, from what I've seen the last two weeks, I've been impressed. And there was talk, oh, I don't know if it was just someone hitting their article quota for the day that Billy Slater was, it, was in that some came, sort that of... That came from... Uh, Port Macquarie News or something. I didn't even I didn't even bother reading it, <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit! How's he?
0: How's he ready? How is he
1: gonna Bellamy gonna put him in this game? <laughs> I wish that I wish he was playing. Well, but anyway, like, but and he's done it the last two years in Slater's absence. He's yeah. filled in so well for him, and he's so valuable to that team. I I don't know how what like, what Storm fans think, but he's just. Like, so good. I, I'm i a massive fan of him. I think he might bust out with a Storm win, obviously, the Clive Churchill Award. But uh, they're saying sh- something pretty good there. Yeah. I I just think he I, – I, I think they'll – the Sharkies will expect a lot out of Cronk and Smith, and that will be very much shut them down and let us be beaten by someone else. And I just think if the storm, if that does happen,
0: it'll be Cameron Munster leading them the way. I think, um, speaking of being up for it, I think as, as long as the, uh, the Sharks are up for it, like they were last week, Mm. I've got no reason to believe they won't be. Um, I think that it's going to take them a long way. And uh, you know, you don't win games on emotion. You don't win games on crowds, but they have those two things going for them. Um, and as long as they don't get too far behind, they, they need to be ahead or be within six points. Yeah, then they're they're in it up to their eyeballs. Um, can't go chasing too much against the storm. But then again, if you get ahead, the storm don't chase too well. Yeah, uh, it's going to go down to eighty minutes, unfortunately, and uh, or more or more. I don't know if I can take any more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's really cool, man. I'm, I haven't experienced this for a long time, and yeah. Super League it wasn't even you know. I hate to be that guy, but it, it wasn't that big a deal.
1: What were your thoughts on the Super League Grand Final? Just
0: I remember we got toweled up. Yeah, it was that thing where oh, we're playing leading at, in. We're like, playing at their home ground in yeah, front of yeah. seventy thousand people. If we won it, of course we would claim it. But even now, in hindsight, it'd be like I'll be won half a competition.
1: Is it good, so, like in hindsight, that good, you yeah. didn't? Yeah. That it's sort of. I mean,
0: like, I, I I would love for the players to have that accolade and that success, yeah. but um, should it, should it happen this week, then it's, I think it's a good thing that this will be the first one.
1: Well, from what you said, it sounds like some of that team might be there. They are. A lot of them, them. going to be so, there. Look, I I you know I've seen and heard a lot of things, particularly being a Dragons fan, like that. Uh, Cronulla, don't you can't pick. Cronulla, you can't go for Cronulla being a Dragons fan. Um I on the other hand think that it would be awesome for the Sharkies to win. Um obviously knowing yourself, knowing a few other Sharks fans as well and, and what you've gone through I think I think it's a bit bit rich of some drag and I understand it's a, a big rivalry, but it's a bit rich after what we went through in terms of our drown. Obviously nowhere near that. To not like appreciate a potential sharks win, but to I guess we're in a position where it's hard because you've got the storm, who are more of a, a recent rival, and obviously our geographic rival with the Sharkies. But look, I I hope the Sharks get the win.
0: Well, I think more than anything this year, they've proven they're a, a you know fantastic almost championship team, yep. and everyone bangs on about the Raiders, and rightly so, they were very entertaining. People don't really bang on enough about Melbourne and their streak, Yeah, and I think that a lot of people sort of underplay the Shark streak as well. It's a hard thing to do. The way they were doing it was pretty cool, mm. and to do that in a season, it means you've got a very big chance of doing it on the big day, so... Um, yeah it's it's gonna be a great day and i'm really happy to be there it's where you want to be you know and and i i obviously haven't experienced this well i didn't experience it in the 70s and in super league like yeah i was probably all for it but as we said it was a bit bit of a weird situation yeah this is the real deal and uh, i'm excited i'm really excited i'm asking you right here right now right now
2: Right here. Right now. Right here. This is it. Right here, right now. You got a job to do. Nothing else. This is within your reach. And I can promise you I won't stop until you get there. You deserve this, do Do your best. Let me just ask you one question. Can you play like champions? How much are you willing to sacrifice yourselves out in this field? Because I promise you, they're going to come at you with everything they've got. And this is our time. This is your time. I want you to know I'm proud to take the field with you. I have never been more proud of a team than I am right now. You be proud of yourselves, because gentlemen, you are champions. Take that with you, carry it, and we're going to build on it. Let's go get them. pair done. Clear eyes, full hearts. Clear eyes, full hearts. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's hear it, gentlemen. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's go play some football. Let's go. There's not a single person in this room who's ever going to be the same. Clear
0: eyes, full hearts. Brooksy, welcome back to the final segment, pre-grand final. Yep. Yeah. Some important stuff to discuss. With Dally M's. Yeah. Did you catch... Much of the awards, Schnears. I've got to be really honest with you. I didn't catch any of it. <laughs> I was uh, I was actually in bed asleep. All right. So me... had a very strange week, and I'm yeah. trying to sleep when I can.
1: Oh, you take what you can get, Schnears, I guess, <laughs> in that circumstance. All right. I'll give you a bit of a rundown as to what happened, both awards-wise, a little bit on the red carpet, and some of the speeches. So, basically, a lot of the players and, and WAGs and... I, media identities were walking up the carpet and the best interview of them all schnaz, was Matt Moylan with um, I think her name's Kayla Boyd Darius Boyd's wife that Fox Sports had got oh, okay. to interview the players and she asked Matt Moylan what he was wearing and he was like oh just a suit like generally you know it's Hugo Boss or Johnny Versace or whatever I don't know if, just a suit.
0: He, well, I hope it was his suit, and not someone who's a straight shooter. It. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was very funny. Snaz, I suggest you have a look at it. It's on the on the Twitter somewhere. But once we got in to the star, and we had Tony Squires hosting, it did an alright job. I must admit, it was pretty good. But um, Todd Greenberg pretty much put half the crowd asleep with a, with what was a in all honesty an amazing speech right. but it was so long and it was so emotional that it just it just I don't know a lot of people were just like all right todd there was no academy award music to like get him off the stage either because obviously he's the ceo It's his gig yeah but um yeah it was an interesting speech a lot of people were, were like all right todd wrap it up. But yeah, it was, uh, other than that, it was it was good. He did obviously lay down the platform of what he wants to see with Rugby League in the future and how it is at the moment and it's looking good. But look, with the awards, there were some interesting decisions. I think they were pretty on the money with everything. There was a couple that could have gone to other people but I'll go through them now. So, The team of the year, we had fullback James Tedesco, winger Josh Mansour, centre Joseph Lua. Five eighth, James Maloney. Halfback, Cooper Cronk. lock James Tamalolo. Uh, sorry, Jason Tamalolo. Second row, Matt Gillette. Matt Gillette? <laughs> Matt Gillette. What did he do? Prompt, Jesse Bromwich. Hooker, Cameron Smith. Coach, Ricky Stewart. And captain, Jared Croker.
0: Yeah, there's one... One loogie hanging there, and that's uh, <laughs> Matt, Gillette. Matt Gillette, and I, I like him as a player, yeah. But gee, but did you reckon
1: it's funny because like
0: I was thinking of all the back rowers that it was a pretty low, oh, not low, but. You don't think Kevin Proctor was better? You don't think Wade Graham was better? Yeah, you don't I think, think some of the Canberra boys. I think,
1: yeah, I think they were good. What about um Ethan Lowe? Ethan Lowe was good. Yeah, I, don't I think th- that's. I, I didn't think Matt Gillette had a an amazing season. Like no, de- probably defensively he was good, but he's not <laughs> It was it was an interesting decision. I would have
0: him in my team. I, I like him, but yeah, he's not even near the best second rower. Yeah, it's an th- outrage. I thought for me, like the one that
1: stood out was Josh Mansoor. Like, I like him. But, Vunivalu. Yeah. Like, he... What about Rapana? Rapana as well. Yeah. Like, it it was a, it was a contentious one. I think with Rapana and Vunivalu, you could make a, a definite claim that they were wingers of the year. But, Josh Mansour, we're thinking of these two guys and the funny thing was Ash Taylor got Rookie of the Year as well, schnaz. Deservedly so. so. You reckon? I, I thought Vunivalu should have Well, got... it's not undeserved. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and this is where it is voted by the media. Yeah. And that's where... You're going to get these decisions? Media-ish
0: media schmidia.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard. Like yeah. Some of our friends up in Queensland must have had yeah. a few Gillette votes. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, the other ones too, as I mentioned, Ash Taylor, Rookie of the Year. Top point scorer, Jared Croker. Top try scorer, Suli Asi Bunivalu. Under-20s player of the year. You might like this one. Jaden Braley of the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. He's good. How about these numbers? I had a look because I was like, Mate, how did Matt Who's Dusky get nominated, let alone win this thing, with his 23 tries and his 22 tries assists? Jaden Braley, six tries, 31 tries He led the whole Holden Cup in tries and tackles. Is he your future number nine, Shnaz?
0: He is. He's probably a little bit small at the moment to play in RL, but um, he's yeah, fantastic. He's Australian schoolboy captain, I believe, yeah. and also hooker. His younger brother is fantastic too. I think he's more of a maybe more of a half, but yeah. um yeah, very talented and he's I think he signed for for quite a while, so yeah, it was interesting
1: I had a look. There was another stat that stood out for me. Only six errors on the season. That's, That's impressive good. for a hooker who touches the ball so much. I think Robbie Farah made six errors sitting up on the scoreboard alone.
0: You know, like one the first <laughs> error was getting up there. <laughs> Robbie, but I had to, I
1: had to, had to just make it quick. It's always on the tip of our tongue, Robbie. Time, Robbie Barry.
0: Barry. Anyway, South um, Sydney forever, man.
1: And and Jared Croker won three awards on the night. He's last, a proven summons medal as well. So for someone who doesn't play representative football, he's had a pretty good night at the at the Dali M's. A media like him, but um, yeah, it was a good night, good awards. But uh, yeah, hopefully we see some more awards going to some Sharkies later on in the weekend hey eh,
0: yeah Premiership and you know what if if Cameron Smith wins the club Church, but we win the Premiership yeah
1: I'm cool with that so the Dalian medal winners obviously Cooper Cronk and Jason Tamalolo yeah two talents there yeah and what I picked up like Cooper your boy such a good public speaker yeah media He's stamped media talent yeah. after this, and and got me thinking that you've got Michael Ennis at Fox Sports, obviously doing NRL three hundred and sixty. He's finishing up his career. He's probably going to take up a spot with well, the NRL channel next yeah, he's year, full time. And you've got Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk. Fox are in a really good position in terms of getting this next generation of
0: of analysts. You want to have a analyst. You want to have a league life exclusive right here.
1: Yep. Drop it.
0: I'm not going to mention names because it'll get me in trouble. But there is a high profile, I'm going to use the word presenter, in the rugby league world coming to Fox Sports. It'll be announced next week. Wow. wow. Is... I just whispered it to Rooksy, but we can't mention the name of this person.
1: Whoa. Can we play some Guess Who? No. Like <laughs> knock down some... Uh... No.
0: Okay. Look so out for the press next week. It'll be after the grand final. That's
1: can you give us funny. a little like, like just something like something? Anything sort I say of... is going to
0: be really obvious. I can't do that, and I hate to be that guy. I've got a secret. But I'm not telling you. Yeah, but there is
1: something. Is going. it going to blow some minds?
0: Oh, I think so. Like it's not like the end of the world stuff, but it's. Is it okay? Surprising. Give, it,
1: give us this. Is it going to be something? Is it going to be a swap, or a sorry, not a swap? Is it going to be? going from one major rugby league broadcaster to another. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, it could it could be someone like, you know, that's that's yeah. doing part-time no. work or no, something. No, no, that no, used
0: no. to be big time. No, no, no. This this that, person has the future ahead of them. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. They've still got it right now, but Ooh. Yeah. The current and the
1: future. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Even though you've just whispered it to me.
0: I can't wait to go in the kitchen and hang out with this person. Oh, in, in Fox Sports. Likes the kitchen. I like the kitchen. I don't know if this oh, person okay. does, but okay. right. I assume this person needs to eat and drink sometimes. And <laughs> 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 Oh, I got
1: him finally. All right. Nice one, Shanaz. Nice exclusive. Yeah, even though sort I of. don't <laughs> know what's going
0: on. Brooksy, I think that might be us. We've got the giggles. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone for supporting us so far. We're going to do some more apps. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, thank you for putting up with our Pro Cronulla Grand Final Preview. Yeah. Um, Good luck to both teams and, yeah. and both fan groups. I know
1: we've got some Storm and Cronulla, obviously Cronulla listeners. But, look, either way, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be great either way, really. Like, you think about it, rugby league's moved into Melbourne and they've had such a good team for so long down there. They've had really good crowds down there the last three or four weeks now. It's just the game's in a really good spot in terms of fan bases. And, yeah, like you guys listening to the podcast, it's awesome. Like it's nothing compared to the crowds that are um, that teams are getting. But, yeah, it's it's been really good to get your feedback, whether it's on social media or face-to-face. Uh, we've really enjoyed doing this season, and we'll continue to do stuff in the off season, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: but not, yeah. not sure how the uh, grand final wrap going to go next week. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep you posted on that. It might be a might be a solo effort.
1: Yeah, either might way, be, <laughs> might be either way. I might
0: just be talking for an hour, or we can. Just, you might be talking. Maybe for we can hour.
1: just put your uh, phone message on my voicemail to where, <laughs> or I can somehow find you somewhere in between here and the Shire. And do a roving interview. Crawling along the ground.
0: <laughs> um, thank you very much, Brooksy, for your time and your hospitality. Oh, no worries, Shness. Thanks for making your way over the other side of the bridge. No worries. I've got to go to work now, so it was all part of the deal. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> the slingshot. <laughs> yeah. Um, no traffic out there. Yeah. Really well,
1: good. it's a long weekend starting tomorrow. so Everyone's already gone. Everyone's, yeah, making
0: use of it. Okay. Um, I'll see you out there at the grand final. Everyone, come up and say good day. Be kind to me. It's all I can ask. Brooksy, I will see you. See you later, Marcus. by for now, schnaz. <coughs>